0: This is Around the Farm, the podcast about all things ag, and I'm your host, Rick Myra. Today's episode is the sequel, the second part of our season-ending harvest review with the former host of Around the Farm, current Asgro brand manager and lifetime Illinois farmer, Clint Schaffer. Today, we'll be talking about how 2020 has affected Schaffer Farms, what they've seen for performance at harvest, and doing a bit of reminiscing about some of the great times that Clint had around the farm. Stay tuned for more. Well, hey, Clint, uh, on the last episode of Around the Farm, you you literally took us around the farm. And I got to say, that wasn't around the farm first. I, I felt like I was just, you know, sitting on your shoulder, riding in the combine with dad, sitting in the semi with mom. And, you know, as, as any good farm dad does, putting your son to work and making sure that he's uh, he's building some of that farm character. Um, you know, really appreciate you uh, you giving our, our listeners and our viewers an opportunity to to get a look inside of Shaffer Farms.
1: Yeah, no, it was uh it was fun, you know. I mean, uh jump up there and uh, have a conversation with dad and jump in and talk to mom and yeah, it's always uh always good to get their uh their
0: perspective. So uh yeah, it was, it was it was a good time. I I did appreciate some of the banter there. I'm I'm trying to understand here though, you know. You you and your your old man as you put it uh riding in the combine there had a bit of a disagreement just around around how yields were going to come in. Looked like you were saying that the the early planted uh, seed was going to yield at least five bushels better, and your your dad wasn't quite there with you. I mean, is, is this steak dinner bet really going to pay off? Uh
1: yeah, no. I mean, uh, I, I'm I'm a man of my word, so I will definitely be uh, be buying the uh, the steak dinner. But uh, yeah, to kind of give you a little background on that, uh, within Chaffer Farms, we've never planted soybeans before corn um, in you know nearly fifty years, right? Um and so with a lot of the research behind that you you see that a lot of guys that are chasing those those high end soybean yields uh are really looking at at increasing that uh or you know making that planting date uh a little bit earlier uh so we decided uh had a had a conversation with them, and i was like hey let's uh, let 's put these asgro beans uh in the ground as early as we can and uh and we went and we put them in uh on uh, april twenty second uh now unfortunately because this is 2020, right? I mean that's that's the 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 year we're living in, right? That we ended up, I mean the beans came up absolutely beautiful. Uh great stand, everything looked great and then on I want to say it was like May 10th. Uh we ended up getting hit with a uh, 27 degree frost throughout the night. Uh, And and a lot of these fields, I mean, we farm a lot of river bottoms, and so they're low-lying areas. Uh, And anyway, there were some areas that got tickled with some frost. And uh, I'm going to blame it on that. I'm going to blame it on a little bit of Mother Nature there. Uh, That, And then along with, we got literally zero rain in the month of August. Uh, and, uh, I think that kind of hit the, uh, hit the top end of our, uh, of our, of our yield, at least for those early soybeans. Uh, now with that said though, now here's the thing, this is what we probably didn't get to on that, uh, on that interview. We were darn happy with the yields that we did get. So they still yielded great.
0: It's just, they didn't yield as good as the, as our latest planted ones. Yeah, you know, Shaffer, it, it sounds a little bit like you're you're trying to justify a bad bet there, buddy. That's that's what this sounds like to me. There's a lot of 2020 references happened here. This happened, that happened. It sounds like you're buying steak dinner, brother. <laughs> no, I'm I, regardless, I'm going to
1: buy a steak. There's there's no there's no if, ands, or buts there. Uh the the key though, or the goal, is to at least get get him to go on board to plant another 160 acres before corn next year. So let's, give me another run. I'll, I'll probably, I'm going go to go the chicken dinner this time. I got, I'm going to, you know, I
0: don't want to go so high, but, uh, but anyway, I'd, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to try it again. Well, you know, you think about the the dynamics of making those decisions on farm around which seed to plant, uh, what order to go in, et cetera, et cetera. You know, Talk, talk to our listeners a little bit about what what that conversation looked like with your dad around trying to get him to try something that is as you put it had, hadn't been done in 50 years of the farm yeah I mean a lot of that is just
1: relying on on the data that we have first off um, looking at uh, you know especially when it comes to to the variety aspect um, we plant everything between uh, within soybeans uh, from a two six to a three six so that's a that's a pretty wide, you know, wide band there of, uh, of different, uh, different seeds. And we do a lot of that because, uh, we want our seeds to get, uh, uh, mature at different times so we can harvest them, you know, earlier or later, depending on the field that, uh, that we're going into along with then, of course, that performance, uh, piece that goes behind that. So a lot of that is, uh, we collect everything within field view, right? And, uh, and so before each season, when we go to make those decisions, it's, What are the the varieties that we're keeping? What are we getting rid of? Uh, what are we increasing? What are we decreasing? Um, when it came into like a, the, for the planting date, we started looking at a lot of just the, you know, we're, we're blessed to have the Monmouth Research Center here, uh, Bayer's Monmouth Research Center just down the road. So, you know, looking at some of their data sets that they have coming in, uh, you see a lot of different farmers tweeting on, uh, on Twitter, uh, you know, trying different things. And, and you kind of take a, a lot of those different data sets and, and really try making that best decision at that point. Now, again, we didn't put hundred percent of our beans in that May twenty second time frame, uh, so we'd still do like to to spread things out on a risk side because you do never know what uh, what Mother Nature is going to do.
0: Now, Clint, I, I get all that. That's that's very interesting. But I, I've got an inside man at Schaffer Farms that suggests that the the real linchpin behind the seed decision making process is this guy here, Gizmo, who is obviously the decision maker, <laughs> core person that uh, that decides these things on Shaffer Farm.
1: You know the the operation just wouldn't run as smooth as what it does without Gizmo's input. That's that's for sure.
0: <laughs> Gizmo may have some influence, but there there is no more important person in the family farm than the matriarch and and I did enjoy to see that your mom is is behind the wheel of the big rig, uh driving the semi around and uh and it sounds like she's had one hell of a journey over the past uh past couple of years and she's adopted some new technology as well. No, absolutely and
1: and uh it's actually been uh, been pretty fun and entertaining to to watch her go through that journey and uh and and bless my mom I mean she is uh, one of the hardest hardest working women that I know. Uh, and our farm would not run the way that it runs without her. Um, she's our, you know, like you said, our, our our semi driver. And right now, as I'm talking to you, she's out in the field uh, in our uh, Steiger 550 doing some ripping right now. So I mean, she's uh, she's one of the primary pieces and keeps uh, everything else uh, running, keeps us all fed and everything else. But uh, the interesting part for her journey within uh, within technology is again, we always want to continue to maintain the the latest or the cutting-edge technology on Chaffer Farms. And a lot of that goes into... We want to continue to drive efficiencies. We want to make things easier. We want to make things faster, whatever that is. And one of those key pieces was auto steering. And we literally started out, believe it or not, we had a light bar on an old HP handheld. Do you remember those old PDAs that uh, the people used to carry around? And it was this little app that would run that would connect to a GPS and it would tell you whether you were on your line or not. That then came into a larger light bar that was out on the hood on, that, that was a little bit easier to follow, followed by a motor, uh, an external motor that would actually attach to the steering wheel. And that motor is now actually steering the, the wheel itself to then actually integrating in with a RTK signal with, uh, wrapped into the hydraulics. Um, and each one of those steps requires training and and patience and things of that nature. And, and and mom talked about it, you know, I mean, at first she wanted to throw it out the window and 45 minutes after running it, she's like,
0: bring me my book. This thing is awesome. <laughs> it's amazing how technology will do that to you, right? It's uh, It can always be frustrating on the front end. Then once you get comfortable with it, you don't want to live without it. And and it never never ceases to amaze me how every time the new technology comes out, it seems like you run through that exact same process again of, ah, oh, this is stupid, I like the old way better. And then once you get used to it, you you can't imagine going back. Yeah,
1: no, and, and Dad and I always laugh, you know, whether it's... Uh... Uh, field view or whether it 's uh our our planner mo- or our uh, uh, other other monitors that are in there as well um, like our twenty twenty or things of that nature uh, we always laugh because every time there 's a firmware update you have to you always feel like we 're going to have to relearn something right and uh, and so that 's always uh, always a key We always usually call it calibration day and there 's usually a day in the springtime that when we will hook up the planner we get out into the field and it 's like nobody 's around to bother us. Let's figure out all the firmware updates, and let's get everything calibrated. And the same thing with the with the harvest. We always want to make sure that hey, we're going to take a day and make sure our yield monitor is calibrated and everything else. So, uh, but it is. It's always that uh, that kind of that that relearning of uh, of things as technology progresses.
0: Now, one thing I did take away, Clint, from from literally around the farm at Chaffer Farms was. That while, uh, while your dad and your mom are, are really taking a high-tech approach to the farm, I'm encouraged to see that your parenting is taking a very low-tech uh, approach to <laughs> building character. Uh, did really enjoy you having Devin out there in the heat and, and sun working in the grain bin. I mean, that's that's the type of stuff that will help build his character for the future. Hey, that, that, I I tell you what, there is nothing better to build
1: character than about a 95 degree day and you got to be in this hot metal grain bin scooping, scooping corn. So, uh, yes, he is, uh, he's, he's reached that age that he can actually start, uh, slinging a shovel around or pushing a broom, uh, and, uh, and is, and is finding out, uh, all those real fun jobs that, uh, the dad and I can, uh, can put him uh, put him up to there. So not, uh, he's, uh, he's having fun. The funny thing is with him, he also, plays Farming Simulator. It's this video game. So what's funny is he knows a lot more about like the equipment numbers and all the different brands. And he'll be like, oh, this tractor and this model year and this number. And he knows them all because he's buying them over there on his Farming Simulator. And then he gets into grandpa's stuff and he's like, hey, now, now we got the real thing. So it's it's kind of funny to see that
0: little uh, little piece of it. Listen, these kids today, they, they've got it too easy, Shaffer. I mean, when, when you and I were young, we, we had the die-cast tractors and combines, and we were farming the living room, right? You had to make all that stuff up. You didn't have no software to be out there and telling you all this real-world stuff. You know, I was I was making sure that I planted the living room around 9 a.m. and about 9.15. It was time to harvest that stuff, man. <laughs> You're darn right. I was right there, man. I'm right, right there with you. So, nope, I totally agree. It's funny the inverse, though, right? You think about it, and the kids today are, you know, your your son is probably amazing. You know, we've talked about it before At some of the video games he plays, the farming simulator. They just pick all that stuff so easily. It's almost like you have to work backwards with them in that, hey, we're we're going to work on the basic stuff that happens in the real world, and you're going to have to learn about all that stuff because you're already really good at all this software stuff.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting that spin on the technology piece, where you know it used to be, you know, for for you and I's generation, you know, we had to we had to learn and pick up that that technology side of it. And I think uh, right to your point, uh, the kids nowadays are they're immersed in technology. I mean, everything that he does. I mean, heck, again, 2020, he's been remote learning, right? <laughs> I mean, so technology is a is a key piece to uh, to a lot of those a uh, lot of those kids, and I think they're just picking it up uh, fantastic. So.
0: You know, he's he's at a better age for remote learning than my my oldest. My my oldest is in first grade and the I have realized that remote learning for first graders is actually code for homeschooling.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, luckily he's, he's he's old enough I haven't had to uh
0: had to contend with that too much, but I could only imagine. Well, speaking of the dumpster fire that has been 2020, there have been some good things that have happened in the year of 2020 and this really being our, our wrap-up episode for, for Around the Farm for the year here as, as we come out of harvest, look back at the past year, you know, visit with, with you as the original host of the show. You know, if you look back at 2020 and, and, and you kind of give us your highlights from, from a perspective of, of a farmer on Chaffer Farms, you know, what, what are some of the things that, that stick out to you as, as some of the high points and, and maybe some of the challenges?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting, Rick. I mean, every year, you know, we, we kind of reassess and kind of see how the, how the year went. This year has been, you know, no different than that. Um, there, there's, there was a lot of good things that happened, uh, throughout this year. Um, on our farm, uh, we had uh, had a fantastic spring. Um, everything got planted well. Emergence was uh, was really great across the board. Um, in the middle of all that, uh, or shortly thereafter, my uh, my old man had a uh, triple bypass uh, surgery and uh, carotid surgery, and got through all that just fine. So that's a a personal note that was a, a very successful uh, aspect to get him back and recovered. Um and then we had uh, had some challenges like I said we had uh had some frost that ended up uh hitting our crop there uh, early we don't expect may frost in in Illinois I mean that's just
0: not uh not typically what we have to contend with listen um, there's there's only one way to explain that Clint it's it's 2020 this past weekend I was hanging out with the kids in shorts and a t-shirt in the middle of November you've got frost in May um pigs fly cats Bark. It's 2020, man. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So, and then, you know,
1: when we, when you go through the year here, Rick, um, now we didn't get it like, like Iowa, I, that, that Draco that went through, uh, we didn't get it that bad, but we were, uh, we got hit with about, uh, three to four different wind events. And so we did fight some down corn on our, on our, uh, farm, um, and uh, like I said, nothing to the extent uh, that the folks in Iowa had to contend with, but uh, but that does present its own challenges, right? And uh, and it does take off uh, some of the some of the top end yields. Although we were incredibly happy with the yields that we had this year, uh, with some of these struggles that we had, again, no rain throughout the entire month of August, uh, we had our second best soybean crop, and we probably had uh, still a, you know a top five or six in in corn. So um, we we're incredibly happy and grateful that we did have the season that we had. But uh it was filled full of stressful times and and uh, some painful moments but uh but hey that 's every year we 'll push through it, and uh, we 'll put another crop in next year
0: okay, that's that 's the resilience of agriculture right there There is no normal year anymore it feels like there, there are always challenges, always things to work out, and perseverance is really the word that uh, that sums up uh, the the way you 've got to approach it
1: um, absolutely yeah and then i I tip my hat to uh, to mom and dad, you know uh. They, uh, they continue to, uh, to do this and uh, with, with very minimal help. And, uh, uh, you know, in the, in the fall I'll help in and, and my uncles help uh, a little bit uh, to run in the uh, auger wagon and whatnot. But uh, for those two to get up at, uh, you know and, and do everything that they do on a, on a daily basis and keep on putting the crop in and taking it out, uh, I, I, I look up to my parents uh, a lot on that aspect.
0: Oh, they, they, they seem like they've uh, they've got an amazing operation going there. And, and I do hope that they put you to work afterwards. I mean, your, your dad's driving the combine, and you're there holding the phone and chatting. Your mom's driving the, som- uh, the semi. You're still sitting there on the phone and chatting. Your son's scooping out the grain bins, and you're on the phone and chatting. I, I hope that after you put that phone down, they put your butt to work. Hey, to every great movie that you've ever
1: watched, Rick— a great cameraman is sitting there pointing the camera and that's that's
0: that was just my duty at that point in time that was my job that day you you have uh, you've taken on the role in the organization of filmographer is that <laughs> what i'm hearing here <laughs> yeah at least at least on chaffer farms right now the steven spielberg of agricultural filming clint chaffer ladies and gentlemen <laughs> oh there we go look gizmo agrees <laughs> Well, hey, if, if we're going to talk about 2020, Clint, um, you can't talk about 2020 without talking about the pandemic. And, uh, you know, we'd, we'd love to hear from you and, and your perspective with, uh, with Shaffer Farms and, and the conversations you've had up there in northwestern Illinois. You know, how do you, uh, how do you perceive that the, the pandemic continues to affect the, the farm economy and, and what we might see in the future?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's affected, you know, really, I, I would say all facets of it. And, uh, and when you start looking at it, uh, you know, from a, from a personal aspect, again, I talked about my dad's surgery uh, that got delayed uh, almost two months because of that, right. Which can put people into, into some tough situations. Um, when we start looking at just how business is done and, and Hey, we see this within uh, Decal Asgro as well. Uh, when you're trying to do on-farm visits or you're having your sales folks come out and have those conversations and, you know, whether it's uh, seeing how the current year is going or prepping for that next year, uh, there are some challenges. Uh, if uh, if you're if you're not comfortable, with somebody. Coming onto your farm or getting up into the cab of your tractor, um, you know, maybe it's maybe you're okay with it if they have a mask on. Maybe you're not. Um, there, there are a lot of those conversations that I think uh, folks that call on farmers have to be cognizant of now. Um, are you going to walk into their shop and have those conversations with them face to face, or do you really have to start scheduling different times, or or do we do more things virtually like we do over Zoom? And uh, in talking with Dad, Dad was very. Uh, He didn't want to have a lot of those interactions, right? So it was one of those, especially throughout his uh, healing side. So it was, hey, how can we get all of these things done uh, without having that face-to-face connectivity there? And uh, and that presents its own challenges in itself. Uh, relationships, you know how key they are within agriculture. Um, it's tough to build that relationship when you are working over the phone or you're working over Zoom uh, as quick or as good as what you can face to face. So we did have a little bit of learning uh, there, just making some of those in season decisions. But I do have to tell one quick story. I talked about the the frost, right? And that frost knocked out knocked out. Uh, some of our plant population. And so it was really cool. I had a, had a friend of mine come out. He flew the field with a drone and I was able to send that image to dad uh, and, and actually have that conversation with him trying to determine whether or not we were going to replant or not. Uh, and it was just really neat to be able to use some of those digital tools, uh, you know, like our, like our drone and, and utilizing our field view maps. Literally as he's in the hospital, I kid you not, Rick, he had his iPad with him. Like that's that's those are the tools that he's using, right? So I think a lot of that can be related back to COVID as well. Of we
0: are utilizing a lot more of our digital tools at this point in time. It's really seemed like it's it's accelerated a lot too. I mean, let's let's be honest here. I'm upset about the lack of pork steaks that I had at field days this summer, too. But we have had some positives that come out of this. I mean, people have gotten more comfortable utilizing the video technology. We figured out how to do more things digitally, and, and that's going to create efficiencies for the future. It'll be really exciting to see how some of these things come together once once we're a little bit more opened up. And we can have those face-to-face interactions. We can uh, you know congregate with each other. I, I think that we're still going to see a lot of benefit from some of the, the testing and learning that we had to do uh, just to stay connected in these tough times.
1: No, I, I I couldn't agree more. I think uh, uh, you know, I I I look at mom and dad, and they both uh they run Android phones, right? And uh, he runs his iPad, but he runs an Android phone. So they were uh getting on and uh and figuring out. I think it's like Google Duo, right? Is like the Google's FaceTime, basically. And it's been kind of funny because. They're getting on and learning these new applications to stay connected with, with whether it's family and you know, all of a sudden here you go. I get a duo, uh, a Google duo video coming in from either mom or dad at random times now. And, and we probably never utilize video calls, uh, until this year, you know, I mean, we'd always rely on text or, or regular calls, but we are starting to see that transition. So I do think it is, uh, pushing people to, to utilize that technology a lot more.
0: Well let's let's wrap up 2020 on this note. So, you know, if if you look back at this past season, you know, if you if you dig into the Clint Schaffer book of uh, book of wisdom, what what's the one thing that you're going to put in there that you've learned from 2020? Which what's, what's your biggest takeaway on on something you think you'll you'll be able to take forward and and use to your benefit on the farm in the future?
1: Yeah, I I think uh I think the one word that would come to uh come to mind would be patience and i think if if uh, if i haven't learned anything in twenty twenty besides patience, I think I'm coming out of this year uh, year pretty well and uh and that's patience with um you know just uh, again with the with the farming operation on on all the different pieces of the puzzle that go into farming it's patience with working through these these digital uh you know, digital connections. Surprisingly, Rick, we've been on Zoom and you haven't froze. I haven't froze. Like, you know, typically we have to worry about those things and have patience while we work through them. Uh, so uh, so that would be, that. that's my key takeaway from 2020.
0: I think I, I have gained a, a vast amount of patience working through this. Well, that's, that's a good thing, and I'm going to ask you to exercise some of that patience now, Clint, because we're, we're going to play a game you're not ready for. Um, oh. You know, as I was going through your Around the Farm notes and, and materials that you left behind, and, and by the way, you, you you just left behind a mess of stuff. You could have at least picked <laughs> up a little bit for me here. But as I took over the desk and started to look through some things, I found some some headshots, glamour shots, some some pictures oh. of of Clint Schaffer, and I I wanted to go ahead and flash these up on the screen for you here and, and get some reactions from you because I'm I'm very confused as to to what the thought process was that. That gets you to a place where these are the faces that we're seeing here. So, here's here's the first one that we've got on screen. Can you uh, can you see that there, Clint? I, I can, I can. What, what what do we call this one? Because I got to tell you, in my mind, when I look at this picture, it says to me, I just ate a cheap steak dinner, and I'm now uncomfortable from how much I've eaten. Is is that where you were going here? No, I think you misread this one. You got to go back to my comic book side of of
1: my. You know, I'm I'm a big ca- comic book fan. This is my best impression of Two Face. That's what
0: I was trying to deliver here. You're, you're going for Two Face because I was yeah. going to go with. Uh, I, I can see Two Face a little bit. I was going to go with Grimace from the '80s <laughs> McDonald's commercials with that face there. Buddy. All
1: right, I, I'll, I'll need to work on that one a little more.
0: <laughs> let's uh, let's let's move on to the next shot here. Oh, look at this one. This one. To me, says, "Hey, I just, uh, I just got a nice new pair of white New Balances, and I am dadding <laughs> at a thousand percent."
1: Well, at least you didn't say farmies, farming Farmers Only
0: dot com, right? So at least that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Now that I look at that, I mean, is the, uh, that could be a profile picture there. <laughs> no, no, I don't think
1: my I don't think my wife would be happy if that was the case. But I can see the white New Balances. I I like that. Uh, I like that perception. There's probably you know probably some uh, some some cargo pants
0: uh, on there as well. I, I can definitely see some cargo pants there. It's pretty obvious to me that you were actually posing here to try to become a mannequin at the front of Old Navy. I mean, you possibly <laughs> you couldn't possibly look more like one of those guys. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair let's, enough. Let's keep her going. Let's keep whoa, he's excited. Here's excited, Shaffer. Look at this guy. I, I don't even know what to make of this. Can can you tell me what's going through your mind here, buddy?
1: You know, that's just that's just sheer excitement that that I knew I was just I was leaving the show in in, in a in a great host's hands. And I was just so happy that it was gonna be Rick Myrup coming in to take over.
0: That, that that was it. That's the story you're going with because the the producers have told me that this was actually captured the moment that you saw that they were bringing in uh, pastrami sandwiches for lunch. And this is the face that you made once you found out that you were getting a pastrami hoagie. I stand corrected. I Actually, I think you're right. That is correct. <laughs> it's a good look. There's so much joy on this face here. I mean, just a joyful guy. Oh, and then we've got this one here. So the, this one I like to, to call Confused Shaffer.
1: Yeah, this is the look that I have when I argue with myself, right? So it's kind of the left brain, right brain arguing against each other right here. You know, that's, 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 that's what's happening.
0: This is kind of like the, the inverse of Two-Face here. You're trying to be One-Face here, You're trying to go <laughs> for the Cyclops? Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll go with that there. What's, what's next here? Oh, we got Hercules. Look at this guy here. Are is were you going through? Movies. Is this part of the uh, part of the the portion of the photo shoot where you were trying to do like some Hulk Hogan stuff? Did you tear that field view vest off at some point to to real American? No, that was actually a field view coat. Oh, and you tore the sleeves off. That's how yeah. Black.
1: As soon as I as soon as I flexed, bang! It turned into a vest. That's how I produce my own vest
0: nowadays. I, I see that. I mean, you this tickets to the gun show is what we're <laughs> going to call this one in the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this guy here! I, I like to call this one Shooter, Shooter Schaffer right here. It's not Shooter McGavin; it's Shooter Chaffer.
1: Yeah, you know, I I'm just thinking, you know, right there. That was my my best politician, you know, phase. And I'm like,
0: hey, Chaffer, 2024.
1: That's 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 the that's the face that I'm going with right there.
0: I mean that's it's a face you can trust right there. It's 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 the first thing you see at Old Navy. The thumb is up. It's the universal symbol for happiness and acceptance. It's it's unquestionable. Here we've got it in motion. I mean, this this is truly capturing the Whoa. essence of, of Clint Schaffer. He's he's throwing the people's eyebrow on you from the rock. There's there's finger pointing, there's thumbs up. Every universal symbol for for friendly acceptance is happening right here, buddy. If only
1: I did the scissors, it would have been Joey from Full House doing Cut It Out,
0: man. That's, that's what I that's what I should have been doing here. Uh, Producer Andrew, go, go ahead and wrap the show. We've got a Full House reference. I, I, I can quit now. <laughs> and then we get to here. I mean, so you were just loopy here. Tell me, did they serve you at least three Jack and Diets before we got to this portion <laughs> of Double Shooters, Double Gun, Full Dad, this, I, I got to tell you, for, for all, all of our listeners that don't know about Clint Schaffer and his affinity for dad jokes, I've seen this face before. I've seen those those double shooters before. I guarantee that he had just told a hilariously awful dad joke right before this motion happened.
1: Yeah, I mean that's just you know what's important or you know it's funny when when you got to take out both handguns, right? You know, I, what mean, I mean that's both finger guns there. So
0: firing both finger guns at the exact same time. This this is just the the most spectacular thing I've ever seen in my life, Clint.
1: That's it's something. It's something. You can turn it off any any time now. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I was kind of thinking about just leaving that going in the background here. I've actually now gonna put that on as my screensaver so that I, I never miss out on on double shooter shaffer.
1: Oh, you know, I think that the interesting part is, you know, and and it's hilarious to to go through some of these these headshots, um, but I too was talking to the guys and and I heard that sometimes you may have a few bloopers
0: that, that end up getting ran. This is impossible. This is this is impossible. No no chance.
1: Oh, that's 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 not what I heard. I wonder if we have a few that we can play.
0: Someday there's gonna be amazing mixtape of outtakes. <clears throat> yeah, just wait on that one. And here we go. This is Around the Farm, and I'm your host, Rick Myrup. On today's episodes, we're gonna be talking from episodes? I got an idea. <laughs> Give me a second. Can I wear sunglasses? Hello, internet. I didn't notice you there. Can that be my thing? <laughs> That's what I get for trying to go off script, Andrew. I just need to memorize this thing. How have I not memorized this thing by now? All right, what am I saying? Yeah, I'm not great at scripts. I'm like Katniss from The Hunger Games. You can't script me. Ron Burgundy will read whatever is on the <laughs> telephone. I suppose I should introduce myself as well, huh? Santiago. I mean, the whole world is not aware of me yet. And I'm your host, Rick Myrup. Blah. And I'm your host, Rick Myrup. <laughs> got the second part. I forgot what I was supposed to say after that. Full, uh, full-scale farm research farm at the climate blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Try that again.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> All right. All right. Let's see. All right. All right. All right. Let's give it a shot. Take two. Well, as we wrap up today, I want to take some time. Oh, God. Really appreciate <laughs> a appreci- challenging season. Blah, blah, blah. Someday I'm going to memorize this outro, Andrew. And while you're giving feedback, we never turn down those five-star rewards. Blew up there. Blew up. (laughs) Need another one or we good? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'll do it again. I'll do one more and then we'll be done. We'll just do it again. It's better to have a safety than not have one while we're here. Safety. (laughs) 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 Thanks for joining us on Around the Farm. And as always, we'll see you around the farm. I always wanted to sound smooth I'm I mean, you know I mean that th- those were obviously highly doctored I, I I feel like there was a lot of uh, computer generated graphics going on there. I'm not sure how you dubbed in my voice it's it's impossible
1: ah oh, you know it's it's always good when you have an outtake and you have have tears you know after you after you watch it that that was fantastic and I love the maniacal laughter at the
0: end that was just fantastic, man. <laughs> what we've learned here is that I'm very consistent, Clint, and I do the exact same things over and over and over again.
1: <laughs> hey, consistency is a sometimes that's a good thing. So,
0: well, hey, you know, it, it's been a lot of fun taking over the podcast and I know you would uh, you had imparted some wisdom on me as as you moved on from uh, from hosting the show you know if you if you think back now uh you know uh, quite a while removed from from when you were hosting around the farm you know what, what were what were your some some of your favorite things about uh, I'm, I'm trying to add to the blooper reel right now, as you can see uh, what, what were some of your favorite things about uh about hosting around the farm
1: yeah I, I would say it was incredibly fun I mean just in general um, and I would say from it was funny. I'm going to look at this on a couple of different perspectives. Um, we were recording, of course, in studio, and that was the first studio that I'd ever walked into. So there was a little bit of a wow factor of walking in there and just working with the guys and, and being able to sit across from our, you know, a lot of our great guests and everything and having these conversations. So there was a, a wow factor for me that was just, it was just really cool. Um, the other aspect and, and the more important aspect was, really just having that opportunity to talk to all sorts of different individuals within the agricultural community. Uh, you know, we talked to agronomists, we talked to uh, you know different folks within retail. Uh, I got to interview my dad during uh, during Father's Day. That was uh, that was a fun one. Uh, but really, just a, a lot of folks, and it really connects you through the whole community within agriculture is is really what it did. And uh, and for that, I'll I'll forever be grateful uh, for being on that show. So that that's that's really my outlook on that.
0: It is. It is a lot of fun to be able to talk to so many different folks with with different perspectives, different uh, different looks into agriculture, and you know the all the things that are happening. Really taking more of a, a technology slant to it, and trying to bring information to farmers. And I I, I know Clint from my perspective. I, I've always felt like it's really important that we you know give folks an opportunity to to share these real world stories with farmers because I I just think it's so much easier for them to relate to.
1: No, I, absolutely, and that's always. I, I, that's how I've looked at a lot of things, I guess, uh, throughout uh, throughout my career, and, and just uh, in agriculture as well. I think anytime you can relate something back to a real story of of how it actually happened, I think it always resonates a lot more. And I think you're going to connect, uh, you know, you're going to connect with the crowd quicker. You're going to connect with with a, a farmer quicker. Uh, you're, you know, whoever you're trying to connect to, you're going to connect quicker with a with a real story, uh, which is probably why. I do tell a lot of stories about our operation, uh, but hey, that's how I how I get uh get that information across. So
0: well, speaking of stories about your operation and your your family there with Shaffer Farms, Clint. Rumor has it that you're, you're pulling together a bit of a new podcast that's really going to be focused on, uh, on the Shaffer lifestyle up there in Northwestern Illinois.
1: <laughs> yeah. I got a little, uh, little hobby podcast that, uh, that my sister and I, uh, my sister Tara and I are, uh, are co-hosting and, uh, just telling a lot of, a lot of fun stories about growing up on the farm and, and, uh, different hobbies that we have and things of that nature. So, uh, if I can plug, I would say, uh, it's called You, Me and a Fence Post. So
0: yeah. It's it's already on my subscribe list. It's uh it's it's comedy gold, filled with hearts, with soul, with laughter. Um, <laughs> did did I say enough nice things about it to to get that steak dinner you promised me? Uh, yes. But you can keep going if you'd like. <laughs> They're Oscars, producer Andrew. They're Oscars for for podcast because I I think this is going to win one. The Francis Ford Coppola podcasting. Hey, there we go. Well, hey, Clint. So uh, You know, we've we've been asking a lot of our guests recently, uh, as as we get them out the door, for their their best pearl of wisdom for farming. So, as as our former host and friend of the show, uh, I'll I'll ask you for yours. You know, if you if you think back about all the things you've you've learned, the, the 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 wisdom that's been imparted on you from different folks you've worked with, what's what's your favorite pearl of wisdom as it pertains to farming?
1: Yeah, I I, I really look back. I mean, I. I... I know it may be we've we've talked about it a lot, but I, I still go back to to a technology piece and always be willing to continue to try going further, right, uh, on your operation. Continue to to. To push the envelope with technology, stay on the cutting edge, uh, and even though there's times where it may not be comfortable, uh, in the end, you're going to be happy that uh, that you did. I think uh, I think the reward from from staying out there on that cutting edge and and continuing to push with uh, with technology, um, to me, I think is is one of the most important aspects. I think you gain efficiency, you gain performance, and that goes not just on digital technology. It goes in trait technology. It goes in you know all of our genetics. It goes and all of those different pieces. Uh, but staying on that on that cutting edge of technology and continuing to try pushing your farm, I think is always a, a, a good decision.
0: Really sticking with it. Words to live by there, you know, uh, continue to try new things, stick with those things, figure it out. And uh, there's, there's usually a reward at the end of that. Absolutely. Well, hey, Clint, we appreciate you spending so much time with us here on a two-part episode of Around the Farm to wrap up the 2020 season. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you, Rick, for having me. This
1: has been an absolute blast, and I know, uh, you know, if Gizmo was sitting here, he'd be saying thank you as well. So,
0: I mean, I, I, let's let's be honest here. The the reason we had you on was because we wanted to have Gizmo on. Uh, he's he may become a regular regular contributor on the show. He's actually going to be my new Ed McMahon. Ah, that's fair enough. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Well, hey, as, as we wrap it up here, as, as always, I wanna thank our listeners for listening in here in 2020. We know that this has been a season to change and as we've we've moved from just being a podcast to also having the vidcast now on YouTube and all your favorite social media platforms, we appreciate all the time that you've spent with us through the year and hope you've enjoyed learning a little bit and being entertained at the same time. Hey, as we wrap up the year here, if you have any support needs from FieldView in the winter, Never hesitate to reach out to our support team. They'll be there all year. You can get them at 888-924-7475 or by email at support at climate.com. And if you want to learn more about some of the things we've been talking about on the show about staying connected in these challenging times, you can visit us at climate.com slash stay-connected to learn more about how you can use FieldView to stay connected to those people around your farm. Hey, folks. As always, it's been a blast and we'll see you around the farm.